the worship was good. I believe when we praise God, there is no other name that can uh, do miracles and stuff. But for those that are taking notes, this is the start. Can everyone say this? Mash and gravy. Mash and gravy. So it could be potato mash. It could be uh, pumpkin mash. Mashed potato, whatever it is, and gravy. So that's the title if you're taking notes. Mash and gravy, right? Weird title, but it's going to make sense. Mash and gravy. So it's got to do with consistency and being consistent. Can everyone say consistency? And so this is what the dictionary kind of says it as. The quality level of performance, which does not vary greatly in... uh, uh, So the quality level of performance, which does not vary uh, greatly in quality over time. Bit of a weird way of saying quality double in there, but that's just the meaning of it. Or um, unchanging in nature, standard, or effect over time. So that's what consistency is. So consistency is the same at a, at a high quality for a long period of time, and it's, just, it's the same in good high quality, yeah? And so, for example, I don't like Mac as often because the consistency is not there. Who knows what I'm talking about? On summer, when you have that beautiful soft serve, it is called a soft serve because you're meant to lick it and just be like, Oh, you know, people talk about like the pig fat, and I'm like, man, give me some more of that pig fat because that is beautifully smooth pig fat, and I just love the consistency. But I go to Macca's sometimes, and they give me a, a uh, I'd call it a sloppy serve. I'm like, this is not the consistency that I want. I want a nice, beautiful pig fat, so- like hard but soft. You know, who knows what I'm talking about? It needs to be like this thick but soft. It's just, oh, yeah. And you go to Macca's and get your double, double soft serve with flakes. It's like, Double blessing. But, or oh, another time you go there and it's like the icy freeze and it's kind of not soft serve, it's like icy and yuck. Nah, you never had that horrible pleasure. But um, the reason why you, I go to Max and get a bad soft serve, I'm like, this is disgusting because the consistency wasn't there and we've got to have a consistency in those things. And so going to mashed potato and gravy, who loves beautifully smooth mashed potato? Yeah, oh, that is the best when it's just. Not, not thermomix soup mashed potato, but a nice mashed up by hand, bit of milk, butter and that kind of stuff in it. Smooth mashed potato. That's beautiful. Gravy. There's nothing worse than lumpy gravy. It's like There's nothing worse than having to get gravy and you're almost having to like strain it because it's like got all the balls in it. Who's always going to do that? Because there's, there's no consistency in it. You want it to be the same. You want it to be smooth. You want it to be pure and just like Italian, like <laughs> you need it, that that beautifulness to it. And so, another word for consistency, whether it's like gravy or mashed potato, it's it's a purity about it. There's pure. There's no balls. There's no lumps. It's 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 pure, right? That's what you can say. Consistency is another word for purity. is holy in church circles. When you talk about being holy, it's about being pure. Uh, and then another word for holy is set apart. Can everyone say set apart? Carlos is going to put a picture on the screen. In three, two, one. Uh, that one. And so who remembers when, the last week when I spoke about uh, if bay ain't bay unless bay lit? And we talked about the Bible verse that it says, and God separated the light from the dark. And there's a picture here of the um, God doing this laundry, separating the lights from the darks. But we're talking about then God separates the light from the darkness because the light was good and the darkness was not good. And so we drew the conclusion that in life, God separates what's good from what's bad. And so if we're to be holy, if we're to be pure, if we're to be consistent, we've got to be, God has separated the light from the darkness and he will separate us. Just like when you have the lumps in the gravy, the lumps in the, in the mashed potato, God will separate the bad from what is good to be consistent. Yeah? Who's getting that? We've got to be consistent. We've got to be like a nice gravy, a nice mash, and remove those impurities which make 
which aren't holy, yeah? So that's, that's what we're basically looking at today. And so um, being set apart is being holy. Being holy is, is about purity. Being pure is about the quality level of performance, which does not vary greatly in quality over time. Unchanging in nature, standard, or effect over time. Consistency. That's what it is. And so Psalms 119, 29. Say that. Psalms 119, verse 29. Keep me from lying to myself. Give me the privilege of knowing your instructions. I'm going to pray about that, and God's going to move in our lives. Amen. God, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for that your presence is with us, that Holy Spirit, you can speak to each one of us in ways that we can leave this place better, bigger, and consistent like a beautiful gravy and beautiful mashed potatoes. And everyone said, yes, amen, if Noah's here, fair dinkum. And so uh, Psalms 119 verse 29 again, keep me from lying to myself and give me the privilege of knowing your instruction. And so we can easily deceive ourselves. Who knows what I'm talking about? It talks about there, keep me from lying to myself. And so, uh, for example, I can be, I'm just going to take this off because I am getting up a bit of a a cook going. Oh. For example, I'll be in the shower. Who's had a shower before? In our shower at home, we got, um, I laughed someone was there, just like, oh, chuck it on them. It, yeah, yeah, I'll be having a shower, and then the, we got a four-minute counter thing on it. Like, it's like sand, like sand to an hourglass, all the days of our lives. It's ticking down, and I'll be in the shower, and you know when it's like a cold winter's day, and you're in the beautiful seat, and it's like, oh, this is, it's just like a massage on your body. And so I'm in the shower, washing away, then I'll be, see, it goes out to like, 30 seconds left, there's 30 more seconds, and you're like, 29, 28, 27, then you're like, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, another 10 seconds, and who knows what I'm talking about, I can deceive myself, like, yep, no, just, just 10 more seconds, yep, yep, yep just, just 10 more seconds, and then two minutes later, you're like, okay, I got to get out, because I can so easily deceive myself, I can lie to myself about what I'm going to do. Another example is, like, homework, oh, I'll just do it in the morning. I'll just do extra tomorrow, right? And then it gets to the end of the week, the assignment's due, and you're like, oh, I haven't done any of it. Because we can deceive ourselves. We go, oh, yeah, we'll do extra later. We'll do, we'll do it later. We deceive ourselves. We lie to ourselves. Uh, another one is exercise. You might go, oh, yeah, I'm going to have the biggest, biggest pectorials, the biggest biceps, the biggest abdomen muscles you've ever seen in your life. Oh, yeah, then you might, oh, I'm just busy. Oh, that's right. I'll do 40 push-ups tomorrow, not 20. Or I'll do 40 sit-ups tomorrow, not 20. Oh, I'll go for a four-minute walk tomorrow. And then what happens? You go to the end of the month and you're like, and you're like, we lie to ourselves because it just doesn't happen. If we don't do it, we, we, we can easily excuse ourselves. We find reasons, oh, yeah, I'll do extra tomorrow. It never happens. Oh, oh we'll do a bit more then. No, but we've got to be consistent. We've got to be, we've got to be pure in that way where we know we're not going to deceive ourselves. Last one, with uh, chocolate. Oh, just, just, I'll just have one more. I'll, I'll just have one more chocolate. Piece of cake there, beautiful ice cream cake on your birthday. And you're like, just one more piece. Next minute, there's no cake left. There's no chocolates left because it's all gone because we make an excuse to ourselves and we go, oh, no, just one more won't hurt. And then it's like too, too much, too late. Final one, we can be blinded by love. Who, who knows what I'm talking about? People can be blinded by love. They're like, oh, yeah, nah, I, I won't get myself into trouble. Oh, no, I'll always be good. And then because we're in love... Things can cause us to do the wrong decision. We go, how did I get here? Why did I get here? Because we made excuses that we thought, oh, no, I I will be all right. But then because we got blinded by love, we end up being in a place where we don't want to be, whether it's not exercising, eating too much food, whatever it could be. But we've got to go, you know what? No, we're going to be consistent 
in our life. And so we can easily deceive ourselves and we've got to say, keep me from lying to myself. And because we have this thing of, it won't happen to me. Now, it won't happen to me. I won't get caught in that problem. I won't be the one that gets in trouble because we, we, we lie to ourselves and say, no, it won't happen to me. So if you're taking no- notes down, write down, it won't happen to me, then cross that out because it will happen to you. All right? So write that down, it won't happen to me, then cross that out and say, it will happen to you. You're listening on the podcast, it will happen to you. Proverbs 20.10. Can everyone say Proverbs. We're going to look at four proverbs, and so first one is twenty ten. False weights and unequal measures, the Lord detests the double standards of every kind. Proverbs twenty twenty three. The Lord detests double standards, he is not pleased with dishonest scales. Proverbs eleven one. The Lord detests the use of dishonest scales, but he delights in accurate weights. Proverbs sixteen eleven, final one, the Lord demands accurate scales and balances. He sets the standard for fairness. And so I'm going to say this. Why is it that we can see uh, other people do the wrong thing, but when it comes to us, we make excuses and lie to ourselves? For example, I can watch a football game and be like, that peanut, why didn't he have a set shot? He he should have had the shot himself. Or I go, why didn't he pass it over there? He, He could have easily passed it there. Then it comes to me playing footy. People watch Josh and go, Josh, what are you doing? You should have passed it. Or, or Josh, what are you doing? You should have tackled him. Because when you're in the situation, it's so easy for us to see what other people can be doing, put us in that spot, and we go, people will be shaking their heads going, this guy is a peanut. This, this girl is a, she doesn't know what she's doing. Other examples are, what you, I can watch someone cooking, and be like, why are they chopping them up like that? Why, why have they put a plastic tray in the oven? But then you put me in the, in the pressure of the kitchen, and people will be like, what is... That is not how you use a fork. What, what, you're staring at with that? Because when you put me in that position, now I can, if it was someone else, I could probably notice, like, man, what are they doing? But you, as soon as you, you're in the position of pressure, we change and we lie to ourselves and we think, oh, it won't, I won't make a dumb decision. But it just happens. We, we get into weirdness. Um, another example is when you're driving. This is my last one. When you're driving, we'd be like, you know, driving a car. And I could see someone else and be like, what are they doing? Why did they turn like that? Where are they going? The road is here, not, not on the footpath. But then you put me in the car and people are probably thinking, what is he doing? Who, who drives like that? What, why do they slow down? And, and, you know what I mean? We, we, can, we can see people and go, man, that's a mistake. They're doing that wrong. But then so often then in our own life, in our circle, we notice that everyone else doing it wrong, but we don't see ourselves doing those same things because we lie to ourselves and deceive that. Oh, yeah, I can see that my, my friend's in a bad relationship, but for me, oh, no, no, my relationship's not bad because we somehow, we, we lie to ourselves and say, no, we can see the problem there, but we've got to be able to see the problem here. Making sense? So again, Psalms 119, 29, keep me from lying to myself and give me the privilege of knowing your instruction. And so B-I-B-L-E, who knows what that spells? Bible, and so the acronym for Bible you often hear is the basic instructions before leaving earth, yeah? That's what the Bible is. And so then in Psalms 119.19, say that, Psalms 119.19. Oh, that was like so passionate, guys. That was like, I really believed you. But it says this, I'm only a foreigner in the land. And so basically we on earth, if we believe in God, if we believe in Jesus and we First of our mouth and believe in our hearts that he saved us. We're in the kingdom of heaven. And so earth is just a little part where we can have a bit of fun or whatever. And then we're in heaven. And so we're just a foreigner right now. And so the Bible, 
my Bible is back there. Carlos, it's the basic instructions before leaving earth. And we've got to go, you know what? God, I'm going to keep myself from lying to myself by having the privilege of being in your word and being in what you're telling us. And so it's a privilege, not a right to read the Bible. Everyone's going to know that. Some people think, oh, I, uh, I, get, I have to read, like it's a right, but it's not actually right, it's a privilege. Uh, people in the past, when the Lutheran church all happened, it changed from being just the priest to everyone had the privilege. And so it, it, some people think, oh, it's my right, but it's actually a privilege and not just a thing that is like owed to you. Um, it, another one is it's a get to, not a have to. Some people go, do I have to read the Bible? Do I ha-? No, 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 we get to read the Bible. We get to hear what God wants to speak to us. We get to understand how we're not lying to ourselves and actually living a life where we're protected from the things that we can see other people being attacked by or whatever it could be. Um, Another one is we get to go to heaven. It's not a have to go to heaven. We get to. That's the privilege that we get. And so I want to encourage you, you get to go to heaven. Another one is here. Uh, you get to have a relationship with Jesus. You don't have to have a relationship with Jesus. We get to do that. Last one here, you get to be filled by the Holy Ghost. You don't have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And so I want to encourage you, you get to speak in tongues. You get to pray in the power of God and see miracles and see passion things. But you know what? We've got to not lie to ourselves. Go, you know what? We're going to be in the Word of God because we get to be part of the kingdom of heaven. We get to be and do whatever he wants us to and do and so uh for example is what lies do you have that you have to come out of agreement of and so we can lie to ourselves we can make these false understandings like oh yep i'll do this but no no we got to go what lies do we have to come out of agreement for so because when we get in the word of god we see how we're meant to live we see because for example i could be living a living a lie i could be lying to myself oh i'm justified to to have a grudge against my mother or I'm justified to hate my dad or I'm justified to, to be angry at the pet dog. I'm justified to, to never go to school again. But when we read with the word of God, that helps us see how we're lying to ourselves and go, you know what, we've got to come out of agreement of this lie because I've actually got to forgive everybody. Just like Jesus died on a cross and was like, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. We've got to have that same spirit and go, God, when we read the Bible, there's more and more will happen. We go, man, I've got to come out of agreement of that lie. I'm actually living in a way that is not good, not right. And so we could have lies like, I don't have to tithe. That's not for me. But we get we read the way we work. We read the Word of God and go, no, I come out of agreement of that lie. I'm going to tithe. Other things could be, oh, I don't have to forgive. I mentioned that. Uh, other things could be, I don't have to be evenly yoked. For example, for the Christians or people that aren't Christian means we've got to be in a relationship where we can work together. And so, so often you'll see Christian people stumble and go out because they get blinded by love and go, oh, he, he's such a cute boy or oh, she's such a cool girl. But we've got to be, you know, we're going to live in a situation where we go, no, we're going we're gonna to marry or we're going to go into a relationship with someone who's not just in church but pursuing God, pursuing Jesus and serving and serving hard because then it, cause when we're not evenly yoked, it doesn't matter what will happen, we'll get pulled away and distracted by the things that don't matter. And we, but we go, go we, read where the, we, read, we, we read the word of God and it will help us and correct us and lead us in a way that we go, you know what, no, we're not going to be blinded. We're not going to be lying to ourselves. Because, for example, I could see someone go, oh, I, won't, I was going to say Sean, but I'm not going to say Sean. You could see someone in our class or in youth or something go, man, what are they doing? Why are they going out with that person? Well, they're, they're, I'm not going to say Sean, but you could see, you, you'll know what I mean. You might see a friend that they might be a Christian and they're going out for non-Christian. Like, what are you doing? That's a dumb decision. It's not going to work. And then they, but they, they blind themselves to the fact that it's not going to work. But then, then for some reason, then 
we might meet someone and talk to someone and go, oh, yeah, no, no, it's okay for us because it's different for us. But it's not different for us. It's leading to disaster. And so we've got to not lie to ourselves and go, God, we come out of agreement of that lie and we're going to be evenly yoked, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so another way thing is um, I don't, people could be like, I don't have a reason to live. I've got no purpose in life. Oh, I might as well just commit suicide. But we go, you know, we read where the God and God will speak to you and go, you know what, Liana, you're here on earth for this. Carmel, you're here in Port Lincoln for that. And we've got, to, we've got to live in a life where we go, you know what, God, we come out of the agreement of that law that we're useless. We come out of the agreement of the law that we can never achieve anything. We come out of the agreement of the law that we can't see our school saved. We come out of the agreement of the law that says that our, our, our bosses at work can't be, meet Jesus, that our teachers can never know Jesus. But we go, you know what, we, we step into the kingdom of heaven. We, re, we believe what the, the word of God says, that Jesus came to seek and save the lost. And therefore, we are then to be able to do that as well. And so I want to encourage each one of you, you've got to ask yourself the question, what lie do I have to come out of agreement of? And how do we do that? We get into the Word of God and say, God, speak to me, speak to my heart, and help me change. So that's it. I'm going to pray. We're going to go to our mini gatherings and we can in-depth that even more. God, we just thank you so much that you can help us be consistent. You can help us be pure. You can help us be holy and set apart. And so God, just like that picture of you separating the light from the darkness and the washing, you can separate the yucky lumps in the gravy, the yucky lumps in the mashed potato of our lives so that we can be pure, that we can be consistent and we can be beautiful. That just like a good good mashed potato and good gravy is the best, that we can be the best people for you. And so God, we just thank you that we're going to be a youth ministry of consistent lives where where we are holy and we are pure because we are wanting to see the kingdom of heaven touch every part of our lives and everyone said amen so basically